Welcome to Thriving Through Menopause, where we talk about this time of life, mind, body, and spirit. I'm your host, Clarissa Christensen. Each week, I'm joined by top professionals dropping their tips and advice. Remember, episodes drop every Tuesday. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss a beat. And if you like this podcast, please rate and review it. Thank you, because this helps others to find the show. You can check out our website, find out which episodes are coming up, and get the latest blog and advice by going to my website, thrivethroughmenopause.com, and get ready to thrive, not just survive, through perimenopause and beyond. To this week's episode of Thriving Through Menopause, I'm your host, Clarissa Christensen, I'm going to have a wonderful conversation about how businesses are growing and supporting menopausal women, not just with products, but so much more. And I'm super excited to invite Sally Miller from Womanist to join me today. Welcome to the show, Sally. Thank you, Clarissa. This is an honor to be here. Well, it's an honor to have you, a brand name that I think (laughs) many of us are beginning to see around in the menopause world. Super excited. And I know it's something that you and your partner, Michelle Jacobs, who couldn't be here today because she's at a really great event in New York uh, about (laughs) menopause, uh, is here. But I'm just really looking forward to learning more about your business and how you're serving women. And maybe from your experience, Mm -hmm. things you've learned. But let's start at the beginning. Michelle, why did you start Womanist? Well, both Michelle and I have a lot of experience building brands for women through our many, many decades of our careers. Um, We never worked together in the same company, but we have very similar paths to get to womanness. Um, So I was actually at Target Corporation for about 25 years and worked on a lot of lifestyle and fashion brands, helped create their designer program, which made Target really known for cool, affordable design. Long story short, started my own business about 12 years ago. So learned a lot about the scrappiness of a startup. And then Womanist really came about because of my own personal experience through menopause. Um, I was in my late 40s. I knew I was in menopause because I hadn't had my period for 12 consecutive months. So I, I knew enough about menopause to know that I was in it. But I thought menopause was just really hot flashes. And I didn't really suffer from hot flashes, but I had all these other symptoms, you know, sleep issues, libido issues, anxiety, hot, uh, more night sweats. Um, the list goes on. And I really took it upon myself to finally see a doctor at the Mayo Clinic, mm-hmm. which is, as you know, a very renowned medical institution. Yeah. And the doctor was very informative about menopause and really made me feel not alone. She educated me and said, if all those symptoms that you're going through are related to menopause, it's not really stress. It's not because of your travel. And then the kicker for me was she gave me a list of products to try at the time they were on Amazon. And I remember reviewing the products and gasping, thinking, I am never, ever using these products. They're super outdated. Um, I had just created, you know, about two years before that, a skincare brand. So I knew a lot about skincare clean formulations. And I thought, none of these products are clean. Women our age deserve better. 
And for me, that was really the aha moment. And then Michelle, given she's had this amazing career building brands as well, um, you know, she was at Time Inc. for about 10 years, building the Real Simple brand. She worked at HSN, helping build their brands. So she and I got together with this idea and she said, oh my gosh, Sally, I'm seeing this renaissance happening with women. You know, so many women are um, wanting to really change their careers during menopause. I mean, it, it really affects so many different pieces of your life. It's not just a physical change. It also, in a good way, can be a mental change. Um, so we took that insight um, of women needing inspiration because there was really no one helping women navigate midlife. And this is three or four mm -hmm. years ago. And the lack of innovative products around menopause and then the lack of um, information. So women... We knew that women had to be informed. So those are really our three pillars. So innovative products, information, and inspiration. So that's what really started Wellness. Yeah, and when I hear that, I hear, firstly, my comment is you were extremely lucky to have the clinician that you had in so many ways because there's, yeah, no, I know. It's there's so not a day I don't have a conversation with a woman who says, well, my clinician has told me I'm too young. Or told me, well, it's all over already. But but I hear I hear you about products. I mean, some of them out there until a few years ago when yourself and other providers started to come onto yeah. the scene was pretty much just use these. They're the same as pretty much as anything else. They're not very well formulated. Yeah. Or you have very, right. very high-end products that possibly right. weren't in the reach of the average the app there's no such thing as an average woman but we know in terms right. of income they were maybe out of the daily reach for a lot of people yeah right absolutely yeah. so that is uh that is fantastic i mean you know really feel that products information inspiration just really great mm -hmm. pillars um is that how you think or is that how you are discriminating yourself or differentiating yourself from your competitors? Yeah, I think it is a big way that we differentiate. I think some of the other menopause brands also offer educational content. Um, you know, they're, they're also building communities. We are as well. Um, we have a private Facebook group called the After Party that's a really, you know, over 4,000 women have joined that and they get a lot of our great educational content or interviews with our experts from the Mayo Clinic and elsewhere. And a lot of it is just the camaraderie, right? The, the ability to be free to you know, ask questions amongst your peer group and just share inspiration. So all of, you know, we really feel we have an engaged, we know we have a, an engaged community. I think some of the other menopause brands are doing a pretty good job with that too. I think what really also makes us different is that we're very affordable. You mentioned that some of the products are very out of reach. Um, we have absolutely made our mission to be around um, affordability, accessibility, and high quality products, but very affordable prices. Yeah. So for example, our average retail on our products is around $27. Um, 
you know, so that would be for a skincare product, um, you know, or supplements are right in that sweet spot. Our most expensive item is under around $45. Yeah. And that's our menopause mm-hmm. supplement. So a big part of what we want to do is make sure women can afford to buy multiple products because everyone has multiple symptoms. Yeah, for the most yeah part. exactly. And I think that then it's democratizing because when I see things right. coming through that are hundreds and hundreds of pounds in the UK or dollars, I'm like, who is that for? Is it, you know, it, it's not yeah. for everybody. And I think that's very important that the inclusivity part of right. it is incredibly important. So I love it right. what you're doing there. Yeah, yeah. And that we're available on Amazon. In addition to womanist.com, we're available at Ulta Beauty, um, QVC, so select Target stores. I mean, we, we've we really tried to be accessibly distributed as well so women can find menopause products as they're shopping for paper plates or, you know, their favorite T-shirt. Um, so it's, um, you know, it's just a different way of thinking and kind of normalizing the conversation around menopause. Well, that's also a really important thing. And I'm sure that let's talk a bit more about normalizing this conversation because that is a huge part I know of what you're involved in. How does that take place within your community? Um, Well, it's, it's how we approach everything, you know, Mm -hmm. it's in the, the messaging of, of our marketing, how we speak to our community, how we respond to our emails, um, everything kind of centers around, you know, opening up and modernizing the conversation. So um, that's, you know, we're constantly talking about that. And, you know, our peer group is also trying to do that. So I think, you know, we each have our own way of doing it. Um, We've chosen, I would say, you know, more, um, I would say, modern, relatable, overall aesthetic and approach to the brand. Um, we love to bring in humor, but very classy humor, nothing that's too stereotypical. Uh, we love to bring different, you know, obviously all types of socioeconomic backgrounds, um, you know, all, all types of women, but also men into the conversation. It's really important to involved men. So many men have invested in us. They are passionate about being part of the solution because they're, you know, maybe their partners are going through it as well. And um, so I think it's just, it's a movement, you know, and it's, it's, it's definitely the conversation is opening up so much so, and there's so much more we have to do. I think the other way Clarissa, that we're really opening up the conversation is going all in on press. Um, PR is a huge piece of how we get our message out. And we haven't turned down any opportunity to be on a local TV show, uh, you know, be interviewed for a magazine, a newspaper article. Obviously, we try to do all the podcasts that we can, Um and it's just so important to get our word out and get the message out. Yeah, I, I think that's a really important point because, you know, I'm sure my listeners are still reading online newspapers, magazines. Yeah. I mean, we're all realizing that. And yes, social is great, but it's also very noisy. And uh, yes. this is a great opportunity to 
raise the profile of products, which is, you know, close to yes. my heart. I love, I love using PR too. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we all need to use yeah. it. But it was when we first launched, we definitely had great press for the launch, but it was hard to get big media outlets to cover anything about menopause. Yeah. And then it, one by one, we started to break through. And then it was like, oh my gosh, the tsunami, you know, where last fall, I would say it was a turning point, you know, where a lot of outlets started to talk about menopause. Now Oprah's talking about it, Maria Shriver, Drew Barrymore. And that's, yeah. you know, great for our movement because we needed more high profile women to start yeah. talking about it. And, and do you think that has been the biggest shift since you launched this engaged um, conversation that's going on? I think it is. Yeah, I think that is such an exciting, um, probably, like you said, one of the biggest shifts that has happened since we launched uh, two years ago is just how normal, you know, we are normalizing the conversation. All of us in this industry are banding together um, and, you know, it's, it's, it's not been easy for any of us. And it takes, you know, instead of running your business hundred percent of the time, you have to almost think about this is part of running your business. You have to be out there. It's not even promoting your business. It's really just talking about menopause and educating women about menopause. So it's been, it's been a big time investment i know for michelle and i and i think for some of the other brands that are involved in this space yeah i agree i mean you're you're one of the many business owners i've talked to across the globe and i think whether you're a practitioner or whether you are a product focused business right we have right. to educate first in this space before yeah, we can but right. it, it is great to see um, it go mainstream. I think Drew Barrymore was a huge turning point for normalizing yeah. uh, an episode that women can relate to, Sally, wasn't it? Right, right. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. No, it's very exciting. Actually, it is exciting. It is exciting, you know, and I can, you can say to my listeners that when I first uh, started working in this, as about eight years ago, my accountant said to me, why are you working on menopause? No one's interested in that. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> but now it's everywhere. Doesn't matter where you live. Yes. It's everywhere. Yeah. yeah. And I think the retailers too are realizing that it's a big opportunity. I, you know, I think the brick and mortar stores, at least in the U.S., don't really know yet how to message it and uh, merchandise it. You know, there aren't really menopause sections in the stores here. So I think, you know, that's what I'm excited about maybe is the next big part of the movement mm -hmm. is just the normalization of the shopping experience for this woman yeah. and how we can make it easier for her. And, you know, we've had women tell us, I don't want to go up and down the aisles trying to put my own solution together. I want to see it all together. Yeah. And I think I'm seeing that emerging a bit in the UK with the likes yes. of Holland and Barrett Boots. and Boots, I was going to say, really opening up sections yeah. that are clearly marked um, and set up in store so that women can choose, which is a big retailing step forward. Yes, yeah. yes. Yeah. 
That's exciting. In the midst of all this um, growth and conversation, one of the things that I see is a lot of misinformation. How do you navigate and avoid getting caught up in every influencer and blogger that wants to say anything to sell a product? Uh, well, I think it's it's multi-answer. Uh, <laughs> I have to break yeah, it down. Um, with the influencers, and we work you know, we work, we have a very tight relationship with Kim Douglas, who's our chief positivity officer and a friend of the brand. I mean, we knew her before I started Womanist. So um, there's a very authentic relationship there. And we work with, you know, several other amazing women. And frankly, we always agree on a brief. You know, they're not just told they can do whatever they want. And, um, they want to know what we're looking for. That doesn't mean we dictate what they say by any means. It has to be from their own voice, but they do know we give them some parameters. So that I'm not as concerned about the accuracy there. I think sometimes, um, you know, the, the press can, you know, there's such pressure for the press to also have affiliate revenue coming in. I don't know if your audience knows how much press has changed or, you know, the world of uh, the church and state doesn't seem to be as, as separated as it was, you know, years ago. Right. So there's this blending and these poor publications are trying to stay in business. So they're trying to monetize so many different things. So I, I think that can lead to, not always the best decision for the consumer because they might be promoting something maybe slightly inaccurately. Um, you know, I, I have a lot of respect, honestly, for QVC because they, we've been on the, the, um, their show three times and they really put us through a lot of due diligence. Um, you know, we had to, we had to provide claims and, their attorneys reviewed everything and, you know, we passed all the, the tests, so to speak. But it's so it's so great that they do that because I, I really believe that everything that goes on air there has been so vetted. And I, I, I think you can trust it. Um, so I'm, I'm impressed with that. And then I would just say the last thing that we do just to make sure our content is really you know, the best it possibly can be is that, you know, we've chosen to work with very few experts to create content and they're vetted by us. And, you know, for example, Dr. Ekta Kapoor at the Mayo Clinic has been with us from the very beginning. She is, she doesn't endorse any of our products. She is completely neutral, but what her role is, is really providing research-backed information to our community. And, and it's been an, an incredible relationship because of that. We can, we know we can trust her. And I think our audience and our customers know that they can trust her information. And that, that goes for Dr. Shelby Harris that we work with. She's a sleep expert. And so many of the different experts that we work with, we really feel that they're top notch in their, in their field. So um, and we really shy away from, you know, there's such a movement towards like 
you know, TikTok doctors yeah. and TikTok dermatologists. And <laughs> you can get so sucked into that because you're, you know, it's like, oh, we need a viral moment. Maybe she'll go viral. But, you know, I've said to our team, we that's not our brand. You know, we have created this trust and this high bar for quality content. And, you know, we have to just not get distracted with some of those things that we think will save, you know, drive the business, yeah. right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's it's a long game. You can't just expect, you know, all of these different things to have overnight success. No, and I don't suppose that necessarily is sustainable either because things go, things right. go, woo, yeah. and everybody's excited and then they've moved on. And I think, yeah. yeah. I mean, talk a little bit more about your product range as well so that the listeners understand what it is involved yeah. in womanesses in the nuts and bolts, shall we say. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and so our product is a total solution to menopause, meaning it's not, it's a skincare all over your body, not just your face. We have supplements and I'll get into some of the specifics and then we have sexual wellness. So when I say a total solution, we're not just a skincare brand. We're not just a supplement brand. We've really chosen to design the line. We have 14 products around the major symptoms of menopause, where we felt we could make a difference. So we know we can make a huge difference in changing skin. You know, when you go through menopause, your estrogen drops, your collagen drops, your skin dramatically changes. Like I used to have oily skin, now I have super dry skin. So we knew that our skincare needed to be clean. Um, We've also made everything in our line estrogen-free, soy-free, so that was important to just make sure that we didn't have any added, you know, hormone disruptors. Yeah. And um, we're really focused on hydration in our skincare and I would say more gentle ingredients like bakashol, yes. which is a gentler form of retinol, um, as an example, because your skin thins out and it's very susceptible to irritation and dryness. So... Um, and then we have three supplements. The, the hero product within supplements is menopause, kind of a play on words, <laughs> but it's our all around menopause supplement for hot flashes, night sweats, and brain fog. Yeah. And it has a hero ingredient, pycnogenol, yes. which is known, you're nodding your head, it's, 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 it has many, many decades of clinical studies to back it, and we have 60 milligrams of it. So it's very expensive ingredient um, for us, but we knew that it was such a great ingredient that had proven results. Um, a lot of women also use it for period cramps because it helps with blood circulation too. It's not just great for hot flashes. Um, and then we have a sleep supplement called Let Me Sleep, which helps you not only go to sleep, but stay asleep. It has a time to release melatonin. We have Active Glow, which is a kind of all, all over hair, skin, and nail and inflammation. So joints, it has, uh, in, you know, more clinically proven ingredients. But we've really kept the ingredients very simple, too. It's not a mysterious. It's very, we're very transparent in everything that we have in our products. And then we have two vaginal moisturizers. One is a coconut-based vaginal moisturizer that's very hydrating and then once a water-based and then we have a vibrator and 
and you know a few other products but it's 14 products it's very streamlined um and everything is under $45. That is amazing. I mean, that's a really nice across the board, as you say, total solution. Yeah. And, and I right. love that it's clean. I mean, I think that having as little in there. And it's interesting that you've chosen to go estrogen, phytoestrogen free in yeah. when I see a lot of people on the other side providing estrogen creams. <sighs> Right, right. And we're not opposed. We we have many articles on our blog about the pros of HRT and estrogen cream. We're not opposed to it. We're just not in the business of selling it. So we, we want to be safe for all women going through menopause or even pre-menopause, post-menopause that might have, you know, they just want maybe a nat- more natural solution. They don't want the estrogen or they have breast cancer in their family. There's, it's a, it's a very, very, um, you know, touchy thing to be <laughs> concerned yeah. about, yeah. right? So we wanted it just to be safe, so that all women could yeah. could benefit and and feel good about it. But we really do talk about a lot of the benefits of HRT in our blog. Yes. I, and I think that's, you know, more and more women are choosing that some or all of the time. And if you can't, as you said, with breast cancer, then you're still able to dive in. Supplements is, is yeah. an iron. Love that you use pajiganol as in here because that I think is an ingredient that has had Lots of great cr- clinical evidence, but has never come yeah. through in the same way. And we see Frozoa and all these things coming through, but um, you know, I wonder why. But it's good to see that emerging in your supplements. Yeah, and I know that we work with the company that owns Pycnogenol. They're a Swiss company. We work with the Swiss team. We work with the team in the U.S. They're really trying to get P- they get PR and they're trying to market we're marketing it for them um but it still takes a while you know it still takes a while to break through yeah, absolutely I mean supplements is an area isn't it Sally that um I see clinicians sometimes push back and in 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 very aggressive absolutely. ways how do you as yes. a business counteract that or do you just let it wash over you it's hard. I mean, we we haven't um, really figured out how to penetrate doctors in mass with all of this information. You know, I think that we have definitely created allies with some of the very very well known menopause doctors in in the industry. You know, that are you know maybe not part of a medical institution. They're they may have their own practice. Um, They're just a little bit more, I would say, on the cutting edge. So they're more open. You know, they may be functional experts too, right? Where they really understand the supplement space. But you're right. We've noticed a lot of doctors don't really feel comfortable speaking about the supplement side of the, the solution. And they really just more push the prescription medications, like obviously HRT. So it's a tricky, it's very tricky. And I think that's where we do a disservice to the consumer, mm-hmm. um, ultimately the, the, the woman that we're all trying to help. So 
Um, you know, there was that New York Times article, maybe now at this point, it was five, maybe five months ago. And um, the whole article was about HRT. And it never really addressed the other options that are out there. Um, and I, th I think we have to make sure we're, you know, we see ourselves as like that first stop. You know, as soon as a woman is thinking, okay, if something's happening with me, I'm starting to feel change. My periods are irregular. We want them to think of womanists. Yes. And we're, it doesn't mean she can't use our products for the most part with HRT. You know, we always say consult a doctor, but it's like a journey, mm -hmm. right? And you have your first stop, you know, is, is womanist. Maybe your next stop has to be layering on estrogen cream. Maybe you ultimately have to go on HRT or something else, yeah. right? But there's these kit of parts and hopefully more experts start to understand the whole landscape that they can really curate the solution right for their patient. Yeah, absolutely. And I think we still have to recognize that I think in the recent survey, though, in the UK, there were 49% of women said, well, actually... I don't feel I need and I don't want to take HRT. And then I think there still has to be um, products and solutions for them as much as the other yeah, people on yeah. the other side who are um, needing or open to a, a pharma-based route but still want a bit more. Yeah, and it's not for everyone. I, I went on HRT recently uh, for bone health and I didn't really like what it was doing to me. You know, it really changed uh, <laughs> without getting into too many details on your podcast. But I was like, whoa, I feel like my breasts are getting a lot bigger and I'm kind of getting more of a metal pot. And I just felt very bloated. Um, and, you know, long story short, I'm not taking it now, but because um, it didn't really help my bone health. Um, so, I just, you know, I think every woman's journey is different and we have to be advocates of ourselves. We have to be informed. We have to understand the pros and cons and the risks involved in all of these things. Absolutely. And I think that's the most important point, isn't it? I think education is is absolutely key and continues to be key. Um, and I think women are really hungry for that and, and a forum right. to talk, which is what you're your community is very much about, isn't it? Yeah, right, right, um, absolutely. Yeah. So where do you see the the progress and the future now for womanness and this whole uh, space that's opened up with, we might label it femtech? <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, it's exciting, you know, it's just so exciting to be a part of it because I think the consumer does want to talk about this, you know, time of life. They want you know, more celebration around it. You know, a lot of women are like, why are we, de you know, why are we stigmatized this for so long? And so I think just, you know, even portraying women in a modern, cool way, that it isn't about age or old, feeling old. It's really about all these cool things that, and all amazing things that women are doing. Um, and how much we're all balancing, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Raising kids still. Uh, if you have kids, uh, you know, helping aging parents. If you're so lucky to have them alive. Careers, volunteer work. I mean, we are the overachievers, right? 
um, and we have so much wisdom. So I think that's really exciting. I think that um, the educate, you're right, the education around menopause will just continue to gain more, more momentum. So women feel like they have access to better information. Hopefully the medical community. I think I already see so much, so many doctors, female doctors in particular, that are making menopause their their mission now. You know, they they may have left uh, their typical OBGYN practice, and now they're just focused on menopause. So that's a huge white space for the medical community too. Um, and then I think the retailers, you know, really making it more mainstream, much like the period space. Um, the fertility space, you know, the whole mom and baby, especially the mom space. So I'm excited about that. So I think it's really going to change in the next, you know, two to three years. I mean, it's been a dramatic change in the last two years since we launched, but it's going to be even, you know, I feel this inertia that's, that's creating the, yeah you know, the, the tsunami, so Well, to I think so. I mean, I've been watching it unfold, not just in the U.S., obviously, but also yeah, worldwide, worldwide seeing menopause workshops that I've participated and been involved in in Singapore and Malaysia. Uh, they're opening up in India. So and cool. Everywhere, Middle East. I mean, we're just like, wow, this is really, yeah. this is really a flip. This is now a global movement for millions and millions of hundreds of millions of women I know it's so it's exciting. Very exciting. Yeah, and that's why I love talking to people like you, Anne Marie McQueen. You know, you guys have a real global view of what's happening. So it's really, it's so inspiring to hear it, that. It, um, well, I think we feel inspired. Those of us who've sat here in the trenches for years, thinking, yeah, no, nope, I know you've been at it a lot longer. Uh, yeah, than a I long have. time and slow burn, but now it's like okay, now it's really motoring, and I think. You know, from my perspective, the education and the products is one side. Practitioners like myself are also there to support women in the other part of it, which is, you know, we've got the knowledge. Okay, so I've been to my doctor, but there's other things. How do I get the support that I need so that it's a real holistic, you know, person feels covered in all all spaces? Yeah, right. Yeah. Exactly. So, Sally, where can people get your products? You said Target and very QVC. Where else are they able to buy the product? Yeah, womanist.com, Amazon.com, just search for womanist. And then Ulta Beauty. We're in many, many Ulta Beauty stores in the U.S. So that's the easiest retailer to find our products at. And we have 10 products that we sell there. So it's uh, much of the line is carried in, in Ulta stores and almost the whole line is on Ulta.com too. So if you just feel like shopping from your home, you have a number of options. That's fantastic. And then, you know, people should follow us on Instagram. It's um, the symbol is my or the tag is uh, my woman S. And I love LinkedIn. They should follow me and Womaness on LinkedIn and Michelle. So there's so many different ways um, to really connect with us. And we love hearing from, you know, your listeners too. Absolutely. That is fantastic. Well, we're going to put all that in the show notes so that people okay. can connect. Good. 
They can join the after party on Facebook and and really yes. get engaged in the community, ask questions, tap into your experts. It's wonderful. Solly, I'd love to thank you so much for coming on and sharing your story and and the exciting head times ahead for womanists and for menopause. Thank you. Yes. Thank you, Clarissa. Thank you for listening to Thriving Through Menopause. If you like this podcast episode, please hop over to my website, thrivethroughmenopause.com and rate and review it. And thank you if you do that, because it helps others to find the show. Want more news and views on perimenopause and menopause? Then sign up to my weekly newsletter, Heart of Menopause, over on Substack. Thank you once again for listening and see you next week for another guest interview helping you to thrive through menopause.